The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Chris, my call on Fox. Bijan Robinson did score early in the game in his NFL debut, but like as Arthur Smith has consistently shown in his tenure as Falcons head coach, he does not care about your fantasy team, and damn it, he doesn't care about you. Kyle Pitts, fourth overall, man, you'd think we'd want to use him in the passing game. Drake London picked in the top 10. Man, everyone loves the Drake. Started from the bottom. Now he's here. We're going to throw him the ball. Even he's going to have one catch in week one. (laughs) (laughs) Turning into a caricature or something. That's really... And then, look, Bijan scores like he does have a good fantasy game. But then in the fourth quarter, here's Tyler Algier up your derriere twice, like scored two touchdowns when you drafted Bijan Robinson in the top 10. That's uh, that's Arthur Smith. Uh, we will talk Bijan, an offensive rookie of the year in a second. I just wanted to ask you this question, though. My wife just reminded me of this. Um, I usually don't do this, but I did it this morning, and I actually remember it vividly, where, like, you kind of, like, talk in your sleep and, like, don't make any sense. Um I've had like friends have done that, like sleepovers back in the day. Okay. Where, like I had one, one of my, my, my buddy Gil would like talk you to sleep, I have an entire conversation with him and he would make no sense. He'd be sleeping this morning. My wife asked me like, what time do I have to leave? Like to go do my bed MGM thing. And my response was Ukraine was my response. <laughs> and and sounds, I remember, sounds like you're replying to a Schefter tweet or something. Nick, what time do you have to go? Vaxxed? <laughs> yeah, that question mark and i remember thinking because she was like what do you mean i remember thinking like how do you not understand what i'm talking about like this is the answer like ukraine ukraine is the, ukraine is the answer yeah. you ever you ever talk in your sleep if i uh it's a great question i don't have a recent example of saying anything i think a couple times when i was maybe a teenager or something my parents would be like yeah we tried to wake you up and what were you what were you talking about you know or whatever and i'd be like i don't know i got no idea but i, I guess that's the whole point right is you kind of don't remember and then someone has to tell you after the fact i don't i don't have anything nearly as good as ukraine even if i was uh if i was gonna like text my parents or or you know my wife upstairs or whatever be like do i ever talk in my sleep i uh i can't think of anything ukraine is remarkable so like what do you remember about that experience like you just um, remember I, being confused i remember her asking the question and I remember being like, okay, like this is the answer and like saying it out loud. And then she was like, like what are Jeopardy. you talking about? What is Ukraine? <laughs> and, I, and then I remember like, 
I remember thinking, how does she not get it? And then I said, Ukraine again. And I think she was like, then she started shaking me like, are you okay? Like, is something wrong? <laughs> no, no, you're like, no, Ukraine. Ukraine. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, okay I'm awake. Now, now I know that Ukraine was not the right. It's because I, I watched the show on Netflix last night. It's called Spy Ops. It's like, I've been reading these spy books and they're great. I really, this book by John Le Carre, it's great. I'm really into this now. And then Netflix just came out with the show Spy Ops. And I was watching a couple episodes last night. And I think that's my, where it may have came from. Either that or I was thinking Probably. about like, like Putin or something. I don't know. <laughs> so there you have it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the so Ukraine, yeah. Ukraine was yeah. my answer. Uh, at some point, we'll have to talk to Jake about him talking in his sleep because he's saying in the chat he does it a lot. But for now, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Ken, in the National Football League, where the aforementioned Bijan Robinson is your favorite at plus 225. Anthony Richardson at five to one. I personally think he should never win the award since he didn't score at the end of the game and cost us our bet. But alas, that is not my decision to make. Jameer Gibbs of the Lions coming off a little bit of a disappointing week one, right? Also like fell down at what would have been a guaranteed touchdown run to the outside. Dan Campbell promising that Gibbs is going to be used more this week and as the season rolls along. Bryce Young at nine to one. Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers each at 12. Zay Flowers, an incredible debut. Addison caught a touchdown. Stroud at 14. JSN at 20. Quinton Johnston, Dalton Kincaid, Rasheed Rice, Ken at 30 to one. Anyone stand out? Any bets? Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I think it's a it's a more nuanced conversation to figure out if Bijan Robinson is vulnerable as a favorite. I think you could come to the conclusion that he is. Um, just like, is he going to have the monster stat games that would justify this kind of price early in the year? Like he can score flashy touchdowns, um, you know, can have some yards, but you know, I, I think you could kind of make a pretty good argument both ways. Like, is he a vulnerable favorite? Yes or no? Where some of the markets we've talked about, like I, I don't know how. Like defensive rookie of the year, I don't know what the case is for those guys not being the favorite. For this one, it's kind of it's a little more it's a little more interesting. You could see one of a few players being the most likely to win even a couple weeks from now. Uh, so, oh, and I didn't in defensive rookie of the year. I didn't mention if I had bet anybody uh, before the year. I bet zero players, so I have no money in that market right now. And we'll see if we add any as the season goes on. In this market, I did bet a player before the year. I bet Anthony Richardson at a price better than this. Uh, I think I found ten on him. It might have been nine, and I'll, I'll check uh, just to see what I got. And his price aged pretty well. The reason I liked that bet and the reason I continue to like that bet, uh, nothing has really changed in terms of how I thought this market would develop early in the season. Uh, my handicap going in was of the three quarterbacks that were taken really high up in the first round of the draft. Uh, I thought that by far Richardson had the best case to win, both in terms of accumulating stats uh, and also not so much team success, but really like accumulating stats, both throwing and rushing, obviously, which is something maybe the other two players can't do. Nothing in week one would dissuade me from that opinion. Like I'm not overreacting. This is how I felt before the year. And then we kind of got confirmation of it in week one. And also what is this price if Richardson doesn't leave the game and scores at the end and scores that touchdown, maybe even less than what we see. And like, is that fair? <laughs> like, I think everybody still thinks that he, like, it's just, he just didn't get the touchdown, but we all kind of saw how it was going to play out and how he looked versus how Bryce Young looked and how CJ Stroud looked. I just think it's really unlikely. And even going forward, this can be the handicap of this market. I think there are exciting players in this market. Bijan is an exciting player. Jameer Gibbs is an exciting player. Zay Flowers, although Mark Andrews may be going to play this week, does that impact kind of like target distribution with Zay Flowers? Like Zay Flowers is a really interesting player. Addison might be an interesting player. Puka Nakua might be an interesting player. Like, let's see how this plays out. Okay, cool. I actually think that only one of the quarterbacks is an interesting player. And I think we're going to see that. Maybe it takes a while in the market to like take hold that belief. But I think Stroud and Bryce Young are so unlikely to accumulate, excuse me, accumulate big stats that they're they're going to kind of get left behind here a little bit. And I actually, I don't think, like, do, do you think Bryce Young right now is the third most likely player to win this award? 
No, I think he's like the 13th most likely player to win this award. Do I think yep. CJ Stroud is the seventh most likely player? No, I think he's like the 25th most likely player to win this award. Just I test how I felt before the year confirmed by week one. I think they both become actually irrelevant. And if that happens, there's room for some other players to kind of come into play. Richardson kind of being the guy I like the most. But it's an interesting conversation after Richardson among all of some of the other players I mentioned. Gibbs, Flowers, Addison, Nakua. Quentin Johnson, if there's an injury, um, who you like kind of in that group. I'm very open-minded on those players. Don't like anyone in particular. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Tremendous football Thursday talking offensive rookie of the year in the NFL right now. Just a quick funny story from while Ken and I were in Vegas. Jimmy Garoppolo like leaves the game early for Vegas on the <laughs> yeah. road in Denver. And we were with some people that were like, had bet Aiden O'Connell at huge numbers to be offensive yeah, rookie like of the year. 200 to one. So, yeah, like, right. Garoppolo's, like, seeing stars, like, doesn't know what state he's in, basically. He's about to get concussion checked, and everyone's like, Aiden O'Connell, Offensive Rookie of the Year. <laughs> yeah, and then, it's like uh, high-fiving. <laughs> yes. It was like yeah, that yes. bar that cheered the Aaron Rodgers injury. Like, basically that with Garoppolo, except he was okay. That's basically then, what happened uh, at the Bellagio. Yeah. And not and not only that, but before Jimmy Garoppolo came back in, they shuttled Brian Hoyer's elderly ass into the uh, game. Hoyer was the quarterback, not even... Not even Aiden O'Connell. Um, can I just give you a couple names that I think are interesting here? And yeah, I'm not even there are se- there are several. There's a lot. There's a lot behind Richard. Do you agree with me on the quarterback thing before we do the other players? Uh, I mean, I don't even. I'd love to hear someone who disagrees that could present like a cogent point, like to the contrary, that actually makes Great. sense. So I don't then, think it okay, exists. Okay, so then if if, if it's if it's Bijan, if our kind of discussion for going forward here is Bijan, Richardson, like. Of those other skill position players, I think you're probably going to mention a few names in, in that group. Do you like one more than the, like if I say Gibbs, Flowers, Addison, I mean, I can put like Nakua in if you want to that mix, but like especially those three next players, Jameer Gibbs, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, do you like one a lot more than the other two? I think it's Gibbs and Flowers kind of like with a bullet over everybody else. Like Nakua can be awesome. Like also like Cooper Cup's going to be back. If Cup doesn't come back and Stafford's going to be the quarterback all year, Nakua's going to catch 100 plus passes. He got 15 targets last week. Like the most expected like like yards in the NFL for a receiver in week one, not named Tyreek Hill, was Puka Nakua. Like Puka's going to be awesome. But like I think Cooper Cup coming back. That means we get to keep using our nickname. I want to go Koopa Kapua. That's always what I like to call him. New Cooper Cup. Yeah. I feel like I'm not gonna. I feel like it's dangerous every time I try and say you're that. You're gonna hear it called uh, like poop or something. Is that what you're worried I don't about? Know. <laughs> right, uh, so. I, I, let's talk eye test for a second. Zay Flowers is amazing. Like he's, great. he's he's the best wide receiver on the Ravens. I feel comfortable saying that like already. Like he's their best wide receiver. Uh he's 12. But like Ken said. Like, Mark Andrews back practicing in a limited fashion yesterday, Wednesday, today, Thursday. Also, like, he practiced all week last week and didn't play. Let's cut, let's kind of see what happens there. I, I want to give a couple names at long prices, Ken, that I think have the chance to shorten, um, depending on what happens kind of in front of them. Uh, let's start with Roshan Johnson of the Chicago Bears. He's 50-1. to 1. Uh, again, I test. He's their best running back. Like, Khalil Herbert can be the nominal starter. And I get starting him in week one familiarity, right, with, with Fields and the offensive system. And this is probably assumption of rational coaching, like with that moron coaching staff. Uh, Roshan's 50. Like at some point, right. they're going to turn the backfield over, Tim. And I think he's also, aren't they going to be losing? Beast. What if they're losing in every game that they play to? Going to accumulate a lot of rushing yards in those games? Like that's a little tough. Like Fields can because they'll be behind. But I don't, like Bears running game wouldn't seem to be like a likely thing that's going to accumulate a lot of touchdowns. Now, worth noting, he did score a touchdown and played in the second half of this game when, yep. they, when they were trailing. Now, that is not necessarily an indicator that that will happen moving forward, just that I think it's, it's, I think it is worth noting. Um, 
I'll, I'll just in the interest of time, like if Derrick Henry ever gets hurt, Ty J Spears, they're already using him a ton. He's 66 to one, but you need an injury to get you home there. The one other guy, and I'm probably a little too high on this player, but I really like him, um, is Tank Dell, Nathaniel Dell of the Houston Texans, who CJ Stroud loves, lobbied for the Texans to draft him. They did. Um, and now with Noah Brown on IR for the Texans, D'Amico Ryan saying yesterday on Wednesday, Tank Dell's going to get a lot of playing time. Went three for 34 in the season opener. Like, Robert Woods is fine. Like, he's a nice security blanket. Nico Collins is like a an average number two receiver. Houston doesn't have a one. And if Stroud can kind of get a mind meld going on with Tank Dell, who's small, but really fast and like kind of electric with the ball in his hands, I, I know what you're going to say. Probably like he's 80. Can he get the requisite stats to get you there? I just think like he's got an opportunity. He has a big game on Sunday against the Colts. Like that price could shorten, I guess is kind of what I'm getting at here with for Tank Dell. What is he at? Uh, I see him at other books right now. What is he at MGM right now? Uh, 80. I see 100. In a couple places on him, and I, 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 and I haven't. I've looked for five seconds. I would wonder if you went around if somebody's way asleep on that, and maybe he's like two hundred or something. Like, like he's just kind of in the, uh, in the. He's an afterthought, which happens sometimes in these early season rookie markets, like uh, players that get drafted, but like we don't talk about it all. They just kind of drift into this like no man's land where they're like almost about to get cut out of the market entirely. It's really not a bad idea, honestly. On all the players we've talked about. In terms of like what's going to happen week two and when we're here a week from now how will the board look different maybe dell becomes like a 30 to one or a 40 to one and he's like a hundred like i think that's actually a pretty fun thought or maybe he'll give me the beat boys and free my soul <laughs> he'll just drift away uh coming up next more talk nfl week number two connor allen from four for four and bettsburg stops by okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 